where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hi, ladies. What's going on? I hope you're having a great day and a great time in the challenge. For those of you who are in the Beginner and Advanced Challenge right now, I hope you are enjoying it and that it's starting to settle in and not be so daunting. Um, I actually already recorded this episode the other day and it had so many dropouts where, you know, you just couldn't hear me talk for a couple seconds. And I know I've apologized for technology before, but it was too much. I listened back. I'm like, you just missed a huge, like probably like one of my bullet points from the dropout. So I'm with you today to talk about this because I do think it is worth talking about. This is something that very much I experience every single year. Like I'm like, oh no, Fall's coming. I like fall. I really enjoy fall. But it's like, oh, no, the shorter days are coming. The uh, the darkness and the snow are coming. Like, that's totally separate to me. I like fall. I I like winter for like the first month. And then it's like, oh, my goodness, please get me outside in the sun. So which, of course, there is usually still some sun in winter. And we'll talk about that. But I do think it's totally worth talking about. So I wanted to chat about it today. And hopefully, you know, the Holy Spirit just edited my episode. <laughs> I say that sometimes. I'm like, I probably wandered down a trail I wasn't supposed to be on. And uh, hopefully this one will be a little more streamlined. We'll just get down to business on it. But if you are newer around here and you have any, you know, questions for me, what I'm about, what I offer you and all those things, you can head over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com and you can start just by hopping on the email list. If you go right on the homepage and put in your email, I'll start sending you emails every single Thursday. They range from like recipes to workouts, things like that. I know so many of you listening are on it and I hope you find value in it. Also, make sure you check your spam or promotions folders because sometimes people will email me and be like, Brittany, I tried to get added and then it's hiding somewhere in a folder. So that's a good place to start so we can hang out a little bit more and get to know each other. But anyways, we are, and I also super welcome your tips on this. I did do an episode last year. I See, Last time I recorded this, I think I had the episode to refer to. It's way back. I think like episode, uh, I don't know. I can't even range 53 or something. It's back there. It wasn't last winter. It was the the winter before that that I recorded an episode about this. Um, so there are some different tips on there if you want to go back and listen to that as well. And after recording that episode, I got some ideas that I shared then later from listeners who say, hey, I do this. Hey, I do this. So we're all trying to work together and help each other out because I I know I'm not alone in feeling a little bit blah seasonally every time and feeling the winter blues, things like that, because my friends and I talk about it. And so much this year, some of my friends and some of you, my friends who listen, might hear this and, uh, and like, no, it's not just singularly you because it's like a cycle. Even my sisters and I will go through of like, why do we live here? We could live somewhere. It's sunny all the time. And some of you listening to this might live in really beautiful places where you don't get the extreme turns of season, but maybe, you know, you know, with even just the slight change, you can incorporate some of these things. So, uh, We'll, we'll just dive in that firstly, one way that I try to combat this is by including movement. And I know last episode was just all about movement and incorporating movement throughout your day. But especially in the morning, I'm going to say, it just helps you jumpstart your day where you could be like in the mood to just wake up, throw on a big sweater, grab a cup of coffee, and just kind of curl up on the couch, right? And that sounds really cozy, sounds really nice. That's totally cool if that's the way you like to start. Like with, that's what I think of like with my prayer time. Sometimes I'll just like wander out, 
grab my favorite blanket, grab a cup of coffee, light a candle. And I'm like, yes, like this is the ideal way to like cozy up and pray. But then after that is when I typically do a workout most days, like 90% of the time it's been that next slot gets the workout there. So then I'm moving my body. But if I'm not doing a workout and or if if I can kind of combine it, I will try to go outside and just walk around like guys I'm home my kids are sleeping my parent or my parents <laughs> my parents are not home my husband is typically like going to work already but I will just if you literally can like walk up and down your driveway you know I in the winter did that often I literally put on my boots and jacket and just like traipsed around our backyard in the snow I actually don't have snow pants which I need to finally get because I haven't had any since I'm like been like 12 and I just double up the sweatpants and go out and I kind of need a new system this year especially playing with the kids so I think I'll finally get some snow pants but anyway whatever your movement is I would definitely try to get some going in the morning somewhere in the morning even if, if it is with your kids awesome like maybe when they wake up because I know that time is really precious before they wake up of like oh I have all this other stuff I want to do but maybe after breakfast, it's everybody goes outside to kind of get moving right away. It really does change the tone of the day. Whether it's a workout, whether it's walking around, whether it's stretching, just try to get your body moving. And then throughout the day as well, not just uh, to start the day. But there is a lot of research. You can look that up that shows to help your circadian rhythm and, and get your body going. Like there are certain things you can do. Moving right away in the morning is one of them. Another one it's not on this list and has nothing to do with this, see here's the rabbit holes, is not drinking coffee till a couple hours after you wake up. So if you have never heard that, we could talk about that one day. Actually, that'd be fun to do an episode on like how to naturally work with your body's circadian rhythms or like support it. Uh, That one I go back and forth on though. I used to do that. I used to not have a coffee until a couple hours after I woke up. But the thing that trips me up, like I just mentioned, is I really like that coffee with prayer time. So it's just a vibe. I'm not a tea drinker and like cold water is just not the same. So anyway, number one is to include movement. Number two is to, here's my disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I supplement with vitamin D. So this is usually pretty common, but maybe it's the first time you're hearing it because I, I know I didn't start doing it, I think, until like college where I just started finding out other people were doing that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it I notice a huge difference when I don't take it. So I'm not going to get into like the I use and all those things that I take or what. Just, you know, maybe talk to your doctor, see if it's right for you. I don't think it's, again, a very like high risk thing to start doing. It's a supplement, you know, and I notice a big difference. Also, like getting out in the sun is obviously really optimal, but I know that can be tricky if you are working outside the home, as many of you are, and the days are shorter, you're like out the door, you're coming home when it's dark, and you just don't have that opportunity. Maybe a little lunch hour break, you could get outside at least and just get in the sun for a little bit. But they do also have, I've not tried this, but I know they, and some of you listening might have this, so this would be cool for you to weigh in on. Um, but like the the indoor lights that you can also sit under and things like that. My doctor actually mentioned that after I had my second son because he was a November baby. He was like, I would, you know, if you start feeling yourself getting a little seasonally blue here, I would maybe grab a light off Amazon and just kind of sit by it, read, you know, during the day at some point. And so I never did it, but I know that that is something that some people do. So vitamin D, 
finding ways to get light. Getting sun would be optimal, but if that's not available to you, I would at least just start with the vitamin D. Again, at your discretion. Okay, next on the list is to make some plans, Zoom dates, phone dates, play dates, whatever, with friends. And I added so many things to that list and made it such a broad category because if I just said make plans with friends, many of you would probably think, Brittany, I don't have time to do that, number one, or I don't have childcare to do that, or our lives are already stretched too much, like blah, 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 blah. I just encourage you to really like sit back and think about what lights you up and what is truly like most important to you without getting too cheesy or going down that rabbit hole. But when I think about this, a lot of times my knee-jerk reaction is, Somebody said like, oh, just go get coffee with a friend and be like, right, when? Because when I get out of the house without kids, I have to grocery shop or this or that or whatever. But stop and think for a second, like, is having a super clean house the highest priority to you or would catching up with a friend be? Would, you know, I don't know what else you would put above this, but like, I don't know. See, I can't think of anything else besides, I, I clearly I tend towards cleaning, um, but you know, we tend to think our schedules are so immutable, like we can't change anything. We are like slaves to our schedule sometimes where sometimes it's like, well, we can let a little something not go, but like not be at such a high standard that we want it to be for the sake of something better. So for example, like you're, you have to sacrifice something for something else that you might think is better. And I was going to say, if you cannot get out of the house to do that, obviously I think face-to-face personal connection is totally optimal. So if you can't get out of the house to meet a friend without kids, you know, could you do a play date with your kids? And that's a that's when you get to see your friend. Like that's what play dates used to be. My sister and I were talking about this. Like back in the 50s, it wasn't like, oh, my kid likes your kid, so let's have a play date and, you know, whatever. It was like, nope, I want to see my friend and like have coffee or like you wanted to have coffee with your neighbor so the kids had to play together like it's we're like yeah let's bring that back like obviously I was talking to my sister the cousins love each other and love playing together but it was like no we're not gonna like cater to you the whole time like what you want to do with this that like aunt Rach and I are talking and you can go play like go play so (laughs) oh there's a little peek in our parenting philosophies but anyways um truly like but make it work how you need it to work you know and there's just once we, it's very easy to be very close minded with things of like, I do this all the time. And that's why my husband is a wonderful sounding board. Cause I'll be like, well, I just can't make dinner this night because it's to this, this. He's like, well, what if we always, you know, did a cauliflower frozen pizza that night and then you don't have to do that. I'm like, oh, like it just, sometimes we can't see outside of the like parameters that we set for ourselves. So if one of these things doesn't work, like, could you just call a friend? Could you just... Like, again, the Zoom dates or something with a FaceTime with a friend that lives halfway across, across the country that it would light you up to see. And I'm totally talking to myself here. And as I'm saying this, I think I'm going to go through in my planner and put, like, in October, like, call, text, Zoom, make a friend date. Like, put it in each month. I actually used to do this, and that's when I was a lot more diligent about this. But we forget how much it affects everything else because we do get swept up in the mundane. I know I personally do. I'll speak for myself. I get swept up in the mundane day-to-day, running kids around, making sure everybody's fed and, you know, healthy and all these things. And then just like we get in these moods and we get in these funks and we're like, why? Because we're not 
connecting with people. We're not seeing people, laughing with people, doing things that light us up. So back to the sacrificing something, there was a book I've mentioned a couple times on the podcast, and I didn't agree with everything in it, but it was called Pick Three or something along those lines. And it was basically about like different categories. I want to say there were seven categories. It's been a while since I read it, excuse me, at least two years. And the author talked about how you just can't have all seven things at the same time. I'll go with the number seven. I don't know if it was, but it was like fitness, family, friends, sleep, whatever. And she was basically saying, like, if you look more at your week as picking three and not, (laughs) sorry, huge frog frog in my throat, then you're not going to panic so much about keeping all the balls in the air, getting it all done. Because that's where I think a lot of us get overwhelmed. I know I'm really going down more rabbit trails this podcast, but is thinking like, well, how am I? And we've seen those memes and we laugh at them. I laugh at them. Sometimes it's like, you know a picture of a lady like dead on the couch or like a zombie or something that's like me trying to keep four kids alive and make a living and be fit and make sure my husband's happy and whatever you know and but like that's not a very realistic thing because that that is the problem and we're thinking like we have to have everything at a 10 like on a scale of one to 10 that everything in every area every day has to be a 10 there's literally no way we can do that or maintain that so Yes, we want to keep everything at a high level, but some days you're going to have to sacrifice something for something else. And that does not mean, that's what I didn't like about it is like, no, I'm still a mom if it's a day that I'm prioritizing a workout over, you know, doing a play date or something. But it's like, right, you're still all those other roles, but you're only going to really highlight certain things, certain days. So if I'm staying up to have a quick FaceTime with a friend who, again, does not live by me and we couldn't make a hangout date, I'm probably going to be sacrificing sleep a little bit that day. That's maybe the day that then I sleep in the next day and I don't do my workout. And that's going to be okay. Like in the long term, am I going to look back and be like, oh, I really wish I would have done more workouts or I really wish I would have connected with, you know, friends and people I love more. So just saying it gives us something to look forward to. And I think part of why I know I personally, again, I'll bring it back to me, can get in like a funk and things like that is I'm not leaving my house as much. I'm not talking to people as much as in the summer. Even in the summer, we're just going on walks, talking to everybody, going to the store. Like we're just more apt to hop in the car and go somewhere. So there's a lot more interaction. So I think it's wise to schedule the interactions before we get to that funk. Because the first thing that happens when we're in a funk is like we shut down and isolate. And what draws us out of it is connecting, reaching out, laughing, and getting outside ourselves. So I think it's it would help us all to be a little proactive in making these. Again, like, cool. Well, I'm advising you to go get coffee with a friend. Like, this should be a fun thing, not a daunting thing, and uh, get that community going. Okay, next on the list is very similar, but is also different. That is to make a fun list for solo activities. So what I'm thinking by this is the first one, we're going for more community and reaching out and interaction. But then also... I think it's great to have things that you look forward to and enjoy within your own home and by yourself because it gives you something to, ooh, tonight. And it doesn't always have to be like when the kids go to bed or when the kids aren't awake. Like think of things that you can do while they're up, while they're around. Like get a stack of books that you're excited to work through this winter or uh, some kind of project you like if you're like, ooh, I think I'm going to paint our kitchen cabinets this winter, which 
absolutely came to mind first because every winter I want to paint our kitchen cabinets. <laughs> and every winter I watch like four YouTube videos on it, realize it's way too much work, and then I don't do it. So my husband and I were just talking about that the other day. He's like, are you off the wanting to paint the cabinet train? I'm like, no, I just remember how much work it would be, and then I don't do it. So also you can email me if you have any tips on painting kitchen cabinets because that's probably what I'm going to do. But um, no, I enjoy knitting and there's a couple things that I really like seasonally that I don't do in the summer because in the summer I'll like garden and do things like that. Um, but in the winter is when I pull out the knitting and those kinds of things. And I do those with my kids around and, you know, throughout the day. And it is fun to give myself little like moments of a big one. Actually, I will say too. this kind of ties into the next one. Okay, so I'll leave that one there. Just think of what you like to do, whether you're, you know, crafty or you are creative. Maybe that's writing poetry or painting or whatever. Um, and just make sure you're slotting in time for that or thinking to do it. Because also I think what's really easy to do when we're already in a funk is flip on the TV and flip on Netflix and flip on, flip through our phones, go through TikTok and all this stuff where it's like it doesn't leave us inspired it doesn't leave us feeling the like comfort that we went there for and I get it because I'm not above it that sometimes that I'll go down those get sucked in the black holes too but I so I know that when I come out I'm never like that was a great use of time I feel so filled but even the other day <clears throat> what I typically do is my kids eat lunch first and then they get a show before nap so I'll put on wild crats for them or Superbook, and I will sit down and have my own lunch typically. just It's not even because I don't want to eat with them. It's literally because I don't usually have time to get mine together by the time everybody's already like done. So I get their lunch to the table. I pray with them. And then while I'm getting mine out, even if it's as simple as like throwing something on a salad, it just the, the one-year-old is definitely already out of the high chair by then. So I sit down and that is typically when it's like, okay, that's the really my first scroll of the day. Maybe I'll scroll in the morning, but then I'm like, okay, well, now I'll check in on email and Instagram, whatever. And lately I've been putting it down and grabbing my book instead. And like, no, Brittany, this is your break time. You've just been momming all morning and you're, I do typically crack out my laptop and stuff at nap time. So I'm like, you're going to work in a second, like, but actually rest here. Like you think this is going to be taking a break and it's not going to feel like a break. So, you know, that's been a nice little thing that I actually look forward to now. It's hard. It's very, that's a whole nother thing, but phones and social media and all of that screens are so addictive to obviously kids and obviously to us that, and the hits of dopamine that we get just from scrolling or, and it's, it's crazy. So it, it can be hard to actually put down the phone and not do that. Cause you're like, no, that is my break. Um, and there's so much good. There are times I'll go on specifically to look for some sourdough inspiration or look at like design things or whatever. So you know, I would just be strategic in how you're going to use it. That is probably, that was not a tip that I was going to even put in here or talk about. But I think definitely if you're starting to feel in a funk and I feel like you need to go back and listen to this episode when it's more in the throes of it, I wanted to head it off and be a little proactive first. But look at your screen time and see if it went up. Because I was talking to a client about this um, when she was feeling a little bit anxious and just in a funk. And I said, you know, I don't mean to just pull this out of left field, but is your screen time like happening to be at an uptick than, than normal? And she's like, you know what? It totally was because we just, whatever, said the reason why. And was like, that is crazy that that, you know, I was thinking the same thing that that's correlated. And I've always noticed that with myself when I start feeling more anxious and restless or discontent or whatever. It's because I've been on my phone more. So put it down, 
especially in the winter when it's just a really easy escape. Okay, lastly is to, this is a fun one, engage your senses. And I made that nice and broad because there's so many ways you can go with this. Um, We, you know, we want to hibernate and we want to cozy up and whatever. And again, some of you don't live in the coldest of areas. Maybe it's not as extreme, but sometimes we just kind of default to just like the normal things or the normal routine or whatever. And engaging your senses is such a, it's such a cool way to change the mood and have different vibes within what you're already doing. So throw in a scent in the diffuser, like throw in some peppermint. You're going to wake everybody up, throw in some lavender and you're going to put everybody to sleep, like different um, types of music, utilize music. If you put on, you know, I definitely feel the vibe in this. It's so funny because my husband will joke about this when he comes home from work that he can like tell the vibe of the of where I'm at in the day or just the tone of the day or whatever because he'll either walk in and it's like that post nap I have classical music on and the kids are like doing something pretty chill or I'm trying to like amp everybody up while I'm cooking dinner and I'll put on 90s country Pandora and it's like Jody Messina and Faith Hill and Shania Twain all the, that good old stuff Dixie Chicks and it's so funny that um just how much you can change the vibe or the kids will ask me to put on like we don't listen to it's really funny a lot of like different kids music or whatever and we started listening to the greatest showman before we ever saw it I'm totally not even going to get into that because I did not pre-screen that we don't really watch movies this is like the second movie they've ever seen in their lives and it was just my older son and um but he's only five and I sat down to watch it with him like okay it's pg and I was like we cannot watch this part and I like skipped there's nothing I mean you can at your own discretion some of you are listening might be like Brittany there was nothing wrong with that and some of you might be like yeah my kids definitely didn't watch it but anyway the music they really like from it and uh so they'll be belting into wooden spoons and jumping off stools because they like like to jump at the this is the greatest show they jump off the school the the school the stool and anyways you just never know but the whole mood vibe energy of of the room of the house shifts according to what music we're playing so then on like a very chill day we're all hanging out I'll put on like the goo goo dolls or maroon five or something like more laid back mellow kind of a thing so for just doing puzzles and stuff it's just really funny how everything can change with that and same thing with so think about it like that's like make a list don't just a lot of times we take in information take in information I do this I'm so guilty of this and then we don't implement so make your own list for again proactive now like okay, what is my fun list for myself for this winter? What plans am I going to make with friends? Or just make the plans now and put them on your planner or on the calendar. What, um, you know, ways I can engage the senses. Make a big list. Write down a bunch of recipes you want to try. I just was doing that for fall. I was like, okay, I want to make scones. I've never made scones before. I want to make, then the good old go-tos. We always make apple pie. We always make apple crisp and applesauce and all the apple things. But, you know, put it down somewhere where you're going to do it. Put it in your fridge or something so that you're going to see it. And, you know, these things just lift the spirits. Like we are, again, all connected. I talk about that all the time, our mind, body, spirit. And sometimes we discount how like God gave us these things to enjoy. And there are seasons, like there are seasons of, you know, abstinence and fasting and things like that throughout our week, year round, but also, you know, specific times like Lent and Advent and stuff. But in general, he also gave us things like he didn't give us, you know, just some tasty food just to like not use it or not to season our food or to whatever. We 
can absolutely cultivate what we were given and enjoy it and use it to bless the people in our homes and make us excited too because some of this we're already doing anyway. If I have to make I'm I have to make dinner or I get to make dinner depending on how I look at it, right? So why not make it like a very pleasurable experience and look at the ways I can, ooh, let's, we could do different theme nights. Like you can put it all together and do a little, you know, Moroccan night and have Moroccan music playing, make Moroccan food. You know what I mean? Like we have so much freedom and so many ways that we can enliven our homes that it's just so sad if we just let ourselves stay in a funk and cling to our phones to try to bring us comfort. Okay, so let's be proactive. Make your little plans and your lists or whatever. Come up with some ideas. I would love to hear your ideas. You can email them to me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com or shoot me a message on Instagram and I would love to share them too. Okay, I hope you have a great weekend, a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.